and welcome to FFS. I'm David Coulthard and joining me, or at least trying to, is Mr. Eddie Jordan. That's me. Glad to be on the show, guys. Good to hear you, EJ. And as our listeners can hear, you're not actually sitting next to me as you usually would be. Where are you? I got some light relief after spending the whole weekend with you, for God's sake. I just need, oh, I need that participation to make sure that we just have that separation between us. Well, we've actually got a very special episode, haven't we? Because it was, of course, Silverstone last weekend, and we had a fantastic British Grand Prix. You and I were neighbours in the BRDC campsite, which is always special. And on Saturday, we were invited onto the main stage there in front of tens of thousands of people to do a live interview with none other than the CEO of Formula One, Stefano Domenicali. This is me, you, EJ, and the big man, Stefano Domenicali, for Formula for Success. Good evening. Welcome, Silverstone. This is such a great joy. What a magic evening and all the drivers coming to see you. And you've got DC and me here. Yes, good evening. Good evening, everybody. So for those of you new to Formula One, this sole bloke beside me, I hope we're not blowing the budget on the pyros. What? This old bloke beside me is Eddie Jordan, a former Grand Prix team owner, which was based just over there, which is where the Aston Martin factory is now. My name's David Colfard. I used to be a Grand Prix driver. Very proud to have won here twice. And before that, I used to do all the camping and the fun stuff that you're getting to do. So I hope you're having a brilliant time. Now, we have a little podcast called Formula for Success. And uh, you can get that on a Thursday ahead of most Grand Prix. And this one is being recorded live. So your screams, your shouts will be part of that. Now, EJ, you, you're a bit of an old rocker, aren't you? you? You've got a band, you love to play. That music that was uh, there when we came on is actually, you've called it the anchor, which is a kind of play on the chain, if anyone remembers the Fleetwood Mac song from uh, the old BBC times. So you composed that with a few of your rock and roll buddies, didn't well, you? Well, what I wanted to say, because what I love about this, everybody here looks to be all young, interested, and absolute Formula One fanatics. But let me cast your mind back a little bit in the very early 90s, when we couldn't get out of this goddamn place because it was just the best Grand Prix ever. We used to have a little rock concert on the bridge just over here, exactly more or less where we are positioned now. So you are reliving something that happened 30 years ago. And, uh, and they were magic days, and that is how Silverstone are able to understand and believe and invest in what they're doing with you today because this is unbelievable. No other circuit puts on this for the people like they do here. Well done, you. Well done, indeed. Now, we are not just going to be out here, the two of us talking. We have got a very special guest that's going to come and join us. Now, this man spent 14, uh, more than 14 seasons, sorry. He won 14 Constructors and Drivers Championships when he was involved with the great Ferrari. He's none other than the boss of Formula One. Put your hands together for Stefano Domenicali! Ah! Here he comes. Grab your microphone. Sorry. Oh my God, that's, Eddie. That's Come on, losing. once again, Stefano Domenicali. Thank you. 
He's like the all the Italians. They usually wind up forgetting their microphone and their wallet. That's something you will always remember for the rest of your life. I, I don't agree on that. Are. Now, yeah, what do you God. think of this crowd, first of all? Is well, it, seriously, we, we, it's just amazing. Thanks for being here. Thanks for enjoying racing and having fun together because that's the reason we are here. So it's just magic. You know, now I live in, in England and I really appreciate the passion for motorsport. So chapeau to all of you and thanks for being here with us. Indeed, indeed. So, um, obviously I go back a long time with Stefano. Uh, when I started uh, Formula One in 90, um, one of the first ever team principals meetings was one of the highlights of my life even to this day. I had it in Maranello and uh, Luca de Montezemolo was there and he was just a young boy beginning to think about working there. And I just want to ask him that because Enzo Ferrari was the thing that I grew up on. I loved this man, I loved the team, everything about Ferrari was so special to me, and I hope it's the same. But let's ask Stefano, come on, what was it like in those days? Well, it has been an incredible period for me. When I finished university, I had the chance and the privilege to be there, and starting in the team, and uh, it was just magic, you know, for an Italian work for Ferrari, you can imagine, it's imp impressive, unbelievable. It has been a period when I came in after, three years after the death of Mr. Ferrari, so there was a lot of thinking behind. Oh, when he was alive, blah, blah, blah. And that was difficult. So I have to say when uh, Mr. Montezemolo came, there was really the start of the transition versus the future. And then Jean-Tan came in to lead on the team. And then we had, uh, you know, after a difficult time, an incredible period, living a lot of success and having uh, a lot of uh, action on the track. We had good times with David. He remembers everything. Really? We uh, had a few crashes so. <laughs> as well, didn't we? We got, we got some, some, some action, some kisses around. And of course, we had a great time and great, I would say, there was a respect between the teams. There were some certain dynamics because there were a lot of big personalities. But that's been incredible. And uh, well, to be here in front of you in this new position, to think about Formula One, to lead in Formula One for the next step of growth is just incredible. So I'm very blessed. Stephanie, I want to ask you about that because we can't have this nutter on the stage when you talk about the big personalities. You like no, I'm just thinking uh, if it's true. Or you're <laughs> just... It reminds me of MC Hammer, you know, the, the baggy trousers he used to wear. Some of you guys are too young to remember MC Hammer. But when you talk about the big personalities of the sport, the entrepreneurs, have you got anything on EJ from that time when he was running Jordan? Because, you know, you were there with the big teams, he was there trying to disrupt. and. You got to, what did you win? One Grand Prix? Can you be more respectful? Three. He, he won three Grand Prix. He thinks he won everything. He never did. Jordan was the most amazing team. Order, you see all order. the yellow you've got the there? Order. Show me the Jordan fans. Let's hear you. <laughs> there Eddie, you go. I mean, so, I would say respect for Eddie because in that moment with these big fishes around the table, you are always being respectful and trying to do your job in the best way that you can. Yeah, but and the great thing about it, Stefano, no, no, come listen, on. what he doesn't realize, and he hasn't remembered, guys, but I robbed him on many occasions with Alessi, with Stefan Johansson, with Barrichello, with Irvine Fisichella, and with Michael Schumacher. I yeah. That is true. That is a fact. Is that a fact? That's a fact. I and cannot say, actually, I cannot deny if that. If you want a little bit of... I'm just going to leave him be quiet for a second. Right exactly here in 1991, it's a long time ago, a young guy came here and we had to do a test on a Wednesday for him to go to Spa. And that was the first race that brought them all their success. He gave himself seven world titles, 
Michael Schumacher, we wish him well, guys. Yeah, we absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Stefano, you've, you've lived it as a racer. You, you uh, ran the Mugello racetrack, you worked at Ferrari, you went off to the automotive sector for a while. Did you ever dream that you would be the CEO of Formula One, shaping the future of this great sport? It's an amazing growth period. When we look at the amount of fans that are engaged with this sport, it is exciting times. It's super exciting time. I think that what we want to do is to make sure we capture what you want from us. And that's really this my, my, my duty. Try to understand what you want to see us growing, what you want to see. For example, the fact that we are here living the, you know, the entertainment part of what we're doing is sport. Is, this is really what is important for me. And so it's great. For, I'm really grateful. It's something special. You know, Phone One now is growing all around the world. It was born here. And we had the duty to take this, the same kind of emotion, the same kind of attention, the same kind of energy all around the world. And this is really something special for all of us. We would just like reconfirmation because I know this is a subject and this is a thing. But with all these new races and 24 races coming up, for me, there's a couple of jewels in the crown. There's Monaco, there's Monza, and there's here. And they are the races. I couldn't disagree. Could can you please confirm to all the fans that for as long as you're alive, you will have a Grand Prix here? There's not even a doubt. There is not even a doubt. The energy that you live here is just magic. So on that, it's, it's an easy answer to be out on steady. That's pretty clear and pretty There pretty you go, short. folks. You heard it from the man. Thank you. Thank you, Eddie. Now, Stefano, the, uh, the new regulations, they seem to be suiting more Red Bull right now, but the whole sport has got closer. The qualifying, I know respect, you can, respect, respect to all respect. teams, absolutely. Now, um, it was closer in qualifying in Austria than even the Formula 3 and Formula 2 grid because the cars now, even though there's always going to be a quickest car and driver right down to whoever happens to be slowest, but it's getting tighter in Formula 1. It's getting tighter and what I can say today is pretty clear. We have an incredible number of drivers. The quality of these young drivers that are fighting between themselves is just incredible. I mean, uh, you can say that uh, a period like that with so many good drivers was a long time we didn't have. So now the duty is to make sure the team will give to the older drivers the right cars to fight to perform after the end. And uh, this is really what we would like to see. But of course, when someone is winning, we need to pay respect because they're doing a good job. I'm sure that here tomorrow will be a great fun because the, a lot of drives behind will be very active to make sure that uh, the end of the race of tomorrow will be not the one that will, has been in the first part of the season. So stay tuned. And what we learn, Eddie and David can confirm to me, things can change quick, quickly in Formula 1. You believe that everything is stable and then in a blink of an eye something is changing. The beauty is that we have the right ingredient to make sure that the season and also the future is getting brighter and more energetic than ever. We saw a lot of people here, and I think it's been very fortuitous for Liberty, your parent company. But, you know, there was a Netflix program on TV that brought people about Drive to Survive. How big an influence has that been on you guys? And, and uh, Stefano, do you think that has that a reflection on what we see here today? Here is incredible because you see fans that love motorsport, that, uh, you know, were born here with a passion. No matter is the weather, you know, they are here for this incredible sport. But in other places of the world, there are other young people that didn't know who we were, and through that, uh, that series, they discover us. You know, we have one problem. When uh, we have our drivers, they have helmets, gloves, 
cars and they cannot see the faces. So we were able to get behind the scene to explain really what is the real life of Formula One. And then we cannot stop. There is social media, we need to connect with all of you. And now we have the new movie that will take, you know, the F1 in another dimension, of course, will not change our uh, DNA of the sport because that's racing. That's something that is absolutely priority number one. But we have the duty to make sure that what we are doing is growing, and we will do. Who is uh, playing you in the movie? We know that Brad Pitt is uh, playing a racing driver, and uh, the garage set up here at Silverstone, they're filming live during sessions. But are you being represented in the movie? And did you get a say I, I, on how I, I handsome the say, actor was? I'm not so important. Important are you know the, the, the drivers and the team. Someone behind the scenes has to make sure that everything is working properly. Talking about people who are important. Not alone did I grow up with Ferrari because that is in my blood. But I have to say the person who saved me on so many occasions, but also tried to kill me as well. But overall, he was a genius. I'm going to ask Stefano. Was Bernie such an influence on him as he was for me and for everything to do with Formula One? Because his vision and his inspiration of bringing a very small sport into creating what he has achieved today to allow them to continue on to, to promote it for all of you guys. Let's I hear what he has to say. Absolutely. I mean, Bernie created this business, this sport. He had the vision to take, you know, the different things around to, co to, to make sure that, uh, you know, was able to create a championship, a world championship, and that's been incredible. And I think that uh, we have the privilege of starting with that base to make sure that what we're doing today is to take in the business to another level. So the, Ber the Bernie started this and we need to be grateful to him. Stefano, we are almost out of time. So I think uh, before we wrap this up, just one final question. When I look out here, I don't think I've ever seen a sea of fans this late after track action. You must be personally very proud. And is there a message you want to send? So you can see every team pretty much is represented with the fan hats. It's impressive. I mean, I would say what is impressive to see from you from here is really the different colors. It means that it is a new, new fans want to see different heroes and this is just magic. So thank you again. I don't want to repeat myself because I know that you want to see the drivers much more important than me, but really, thank you. Thank you. Grazie mille. Un grande abbraccio a tutti. E forza, viva la Formula 1. Sempre. Stefano Domenicali, everybody. Stefano Domenicali. Thank, thank you very much, Stefano. And ladies and gentlemen, we now need to get off the stage because as he, uh, Stefano already alluded, we've got more drivers coming out. Thank you very much. I was David Coulthorpe, that's Eddie Jordan, and we are Formula for Success. Silverstone, I grew up here. I love each and every one of you. Fantastic for the support that I had. Thank you. Well, there you go. I think we got away with that, EJ, and big thanks again to Stefano and everyone who stuck around to see us. Actually, they were always going to stick around, weren't they? Because who, who came on after us? I think uh, a couple of drivers, maybe someone not, well, Lewis Hamilton. And then... Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. George was there, I thought. Yeah. We had a chat with George. Well, look, uh, to our listeners, thank you to everyone who uh, saw us at our live FFS. And if you're listening to us for the first time, if you scroll back through our feed, you can see all our previous episodes. And we'll be back every Thursday for some more FFS. Well, hopefully we'll have some more live shows to come in the future too, but until then, make sure yes. you're following wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave a little review if you've got a minute. EJ, it's a short, sharp, we're not together episode this week, but um, uh, you look, I love you, buddy. You know that. I'm missing you already.
God almighty, this summer, I can't wait to make sure that we're back in the same track together. See you soon, EJ. All the best. Cheers, David.